So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, hey, what's going on, my friend? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I am so honored that you've taken a few minutes out of your day to give us, uh, to give me a listen, and I hope to make it worth your while. Today, we're going to be talking about hearing God's voice, and very interesting subject. I know that we have a ecumenical group of listeners, you know, people that range from Baptists to Lutherans, Anglicans, Catholics, to Pentecostals and Charismatics and, you know, kind of the mainstream evangelicals and some of the more radicals out there as well. And just, you know, a little bit of everything in between. And I know that some of you listening don't have a particular religion or faith uh, as well. So we're going to talk about a subject that's very interesting and you know, I'm not going to be able to do this subject full justice because number one, I'm not a theologian and number two, I'm only one man anyway, but I'm going to hopefully give you some insights and give a little clarity on the subject and maybe give you something practical at the end of this. Before I jump in really quick, next week I'm going to do a whole series on basically some of the main subjects that we have seen come again and again in our followings. I am, uh, our, our Instagram account almost has 70,000 followers. And so we're, we're having a lot of conversations over there and we're noticing a lot of trends and topics that seem to be emerging in people's situations. And so I'm doing my best to then create resources that correspond to these needs. So, you know, a lot of people ask us about how do I know if I'm dating the right person or how do I know if, if I'm allowed to date this person while I'm struggling so we created a, a resource about picking the right partner. Some people I've asked, like, I want to get to the roots. What's the quickest way I can do that? So we created a resource on, you know, the fastest way to get to the roots, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a bunch of you have talked about, you know, wanting to get into the Bible and get into the word more and you can't do it because of your struggle. So we came up with a reading plan to help you do that as quickly as possible. Next week, I am going to go through some of these major topics and we're going to hit them from a bunch of different angles and I'm really looking forward to them. If you want to get a sneak peek of what we're going to be talking about, I built a new section on my website called the resource section. It's free resources. They're one-page documents or multi-page. Uh, some of them are you know, more longer, like 25, 30 pages long, just depending on what the resource is to basically help you guys navigate some of the more common issues that arise in men pursuing freedom. I think you're going to get a lot of benefit from it. And so the link's there. It's thetheasam.com slash resources. I know my name is a little bit difficult to spell, so I would just go to the link in the show notes and you guys can get a little bit of a, a preview. You can start downloading the resources if you want, or you can wait till next week. We're going to go through them in depth and give you guys a little bit of clarity on that. All right, let's jump into hearing God's voice. So let me give a little bit of background. I grew up in traditional church where God was this sort of all-knowing, all-seeing person that you didn't want to upset. Now, I, I don't know that I ever viewed God as the super impossible to please vigilante kind of guy like he, it was it was never really to that extent but i never really knew what it meant to relate personally with god and i remember people would start to talk about 
It's not about religion. It's about a relationship. And I, I mean, I kind of got it because God loves us and we love God. But I didn't really understand what this looked like practically until I learned about this whole subject of hearing God's voice. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, look, if, if God wants a relationship with us, which is my understanding of Scripture and the Gospel, God wants covenant relationship with His people, you would have to think that a healthy relationship would have healthy communication. So the question then becomes, how does God communicate to us? And I think maybe number one on that list, well, I know number one on that list is the Bible. It's the Word of God. That is the the greatest communication tool we'll ever get, period. Then you look at something like prayer. And what I what I observed in my own prayer life is that I was really good at talking to God. I was good at voicing my concerns and my requests and, you know, maybe even processing with him, just letting him know some of the stuff I'm working through. I wasn't a great listener. And if any of you guys are married, you have probably received some feedback about your ability or lack thereof to listen at some point. And you don't even have to be married to get that kind of feedback. I think marriage is just the classic example. Listening is an important part of building communication in a relationship. So in your relationship with God, I think it's vital that we are not one-sided in the way that we commune and relate with Him. I think it's incredibly important that there's a duality. Yes, we, we, we vocalize our concerns, we pray, we worship, and, and, and we read the Word, but we also have to let God speak to us. Now, I guess reading the Word is God speaking to us through His Scripture. I also believe that God, um, that God will nudge us. Sometimes we have intuition. Sometimes it's an inkling. Sometimes it's our own desires that are actually God-given. Sometimes I think God speaks. You know, it's that still small voice in, in, in your heart that you, you can't help but, but hear. And I know some people who have heard God audibly. So those people are what I like to call jerks <laughs> for being so lucky. Uh, definitely not jealous at all. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I think it's amazing. I just, you know, I, I haven't had that experience. Um, whereas, you know, I think like Shaloma's dad is, has heard from God I think three or four times, and they've been for major decisions in his life that wound up being, you know, totally life-changing. So kind of just crazy, um, just crazy how God speaks differently to everyone. And I think that's where we'll, we'll start as far as what it looks like for you to hear from God is, number one, it, it's different for everybody. So I used to be a bit of a specialist in this area when, when I was pastoring, and I would go around and I would teach different ways that God spoke, and I had a list of 10 or 12 different ways that God would speak. And it was really interesting as we w- we would do different exercises and um, and see you know okay are you are you getting a, a gut instinct on this is God giving you a scripture something coming to mind are you hearing that still small voice in your heart or you know whatever like trying to basically teach uh, people to engage with God in the moment right because something like reading the Bible is not always going to be in the moment I read the Bible every day uh, through like a reading plan or my own kind of thing. But that's a little bit different than, um, than having a conversation with someone real time. And so we were teaching people, just I, I was teaching people how to have these um, sort of interactions that are more spur of the moment. And the one thing we observed is that 
God, uh, you know, God is no respecter of of the brethren. You know, as the Bible says, He's no respecter of people. In other words, what He would do for one person, He would do completely differently for another. But the point was, God wanted to speak so that He may be heard. So I want to I want to just establish this in case it's not already clear. God wants to speak to you, and He wants you to listen. Number two, God is always speaking. The question is, are we listening? God is not selective. He is not mute. God is not just sharing with the people that he loves the most or the people who behave perfectly. God wants to speak to his people, period. When when uh, your earthly father gets upset with you or you do something that that he get that he's upset about, he may give you the silent treatment. That's that's sometimes how people cope when we've behaved poorly or we've upset someone. God is a perfect father. He, he does not respond that way. He can handle our misbehavior. He can handle our shortcomings. He, he is not cold or, or insecure or incapable to the point that he would be silent or give us silent treatment. Now, sometimes God is quiet. That might be because we already have the answer. It might be because there's nothing to say. Or it might be because he wants us to think a little bit more. He doesn't want to spoon feed us answers. There's lots of different reasons, but it is never because he is upset with you or or he's condemning you. All right, the third thing. Okay, so we number one, God wants to talk to us. Number two, God is always talking. And number three, how do you know if you're hearing from God? That's the ultimate question here. If you get that still small voice, how do you know if that's just you or if that's God? Well, the short answer is that you don't. You don't always know. Now, a couple indicators it's not God. If it's against the Bible, if God tells you to do something that is anti-biblical, very good indicator you did not hear from God. If God tells you to do something that is um, that seems strange, maybe it's not anti-biblical, but it's really extreme or whatever, then it's good to test it. Um, but but you know those those kinds of like really outlandish things those are always good indicators of like okay we may we may need to dial this back or we may need to see if we're hearing from God. Uh, the other thing I would say is the there is a very much an element of um, trial and error with this, and I think this is where this is where we tend to get a little bit more divided. And so you might have a different belief on this, and that's that's totally okay. Uh, for me, I I really tested God's voice by asking him questions. And then if he told me to do something, I would do it. And I would I would measure the fruit of that experience. I remember one time I was, uh, we were in Niagara Falls. I lived 20 minutes from Niagara Falls. We were doing some street ministry. And my friend, I was with a friend and he wound up uh, running into his cousin who he hadn't seen in a long time. So they're catching up. And as they were catching up, you know, we're on this prayer walk. So I'm asking God, God, um, is there anything that you want me to say to them? And and what I thought, I what I felt like God said to me is, um, I want you to, um, uh, I want you to pray for for her to get healed because she has pain all over her body. Okay, that's just kind of what what came to me. So I asked her, "Do you have pain in your body?" She says, "Yes." We pray, and as I'm praying for her, I feel this rush of heat. Now this was the heat of like summer, so it was already a hot day. But I'm talking about like it felt like somebody had a blowtorch like right over my right shoulder, and they just like ignited it. And so it, it felt like this rush of heat. And I looked at her and I said, did you feel that? And she said, yeah, it feels like this really intense heat. 
And I said, okay, well, where do you feel it in your body at all? And she said, yeah, I feel it in my, I think it was her elbows, which is where the pain was. And so I said, all right, well, let's, if this is God, so this is where I'm testing it. I'm like, if this is God, let's just pray that he continues to do whatever it is that he's doing. Like this is, I don't know exactly what all this means, but it's got to be good. So, so we're just praying like, you know, God, if this is you, I pray that it would increase. I pray you bring healing to uh, Nikki was her name, Nikki's body. And, um, and Lord, wherever there's pain, let the pain go away. And this is one, like one of those radical stories. Okay. It doesn't always happen this way, but she was not able to run. She was a runner for years and she had to stop running because the pain was so bad in her joints. The next day she woke up pain-free, bought running shoes, started running again. And like her life has never been the same since really, really cool experience. Okay. Let me, let me tell you another one just to balance this a bit. So we were, we were doing these prayer walks uh, regularly in a, a certain season of my life. And the one day we basically prayed and we asked God for clues about the people we were going to encounter at the mall. That was sort of our target for the day. We're going to go to the mall. We're going to pray for people. We're going to see if God wants us to, you know, minister or, or share the gospel with people, that kind of thing. So one of the things I had was purple pants. Purple pants, all right? Purple pants. I had a list of like 10 things. And then you kind of go to the mall and you're looking, you have like these clues. So you're looking to see if, okay, is there somebody that God's maybe lining up? And I, I see this girl with purple pants. And she's, she's probably 15, 16 years old. She's walking pretty fast. She's with her mom. And um, man, I'm like kind of caught between a rock and a hard place because this is really awkward. We're at a mall. I don't know if I really want to do this, but I think I'm going to do it. I want to be obedient to God. I want to learn. I'm trying to hear his voice, so I need to test it. So I, so I, um, I, I say, hey, excuse me, excuse me. I'm so sorry to stop you. Um, I'm, and I kind of explain, you know, we're, uh, we're doing this mall walk, and I actually had a list of things that I was looking for that I believe God gave me. One of them is purple pants. And, um, and the mother says, well, you're not getting in them, so be quick with it. <laughs> like totally like just so skeptical and so guarded about uh about the whole experience and not really a fan of what I was doing so I just I just said oh well you know we're just blessing people I don't want to make this um uncomfortable for you um thanks for your time like I I kind of just backed away because I could tell and I don't think I really had the people skills to to maneuver around her defensiveness today I probably could have handled that a little bit differently and and maybe been a bit more assertive but um, but you know, the, you're trying to share the gospel, like you don't want to leave a bad taste in people's mouth. Um, so anyways, that was kind of, uh, how that one went down. Now, all that is to say is there, there's some testing involved here, which is why if you're going to venture out into these areas of, you know, you want to hear God's voice more, you want to know if I'm hearing from God and you want to kind of test it out. Probably the most important thing you need to do is bring trusted spiritual leadership into the experience. So we teach this in journaling. You know, this is part of our program. And we do believe that God speaks through journaling significantly, especially for guys in recovery. But then we have coaches now. So the coaches will be able to hear what guys are are, are hearing from God, quote unquote, when they journal. And then we can evaluate like, hey, that sounds like God. Or actually, this sounds more like maybe you got in the way or, you know, whatever. It doesn't sound like God. That seems a little bit off, whatever. So again, it's a complicated subject. I, I didn't even do half of it justice, but hopefully you get a couple things from today. Number one, God wants to speak to you. Number two, God is always speaking. And number three, the way that you know if you're hearing from God or not is that you test it, you get more seasoned with it. And then of course, you want to make sure that it aligns biblically. Now, if those things are all a check, then you're probably hearing from God and, and you need to keep going with it because this is the core 
of a fluid dynamic relationship and whether that's with a person or it's with God, those elements of communication are necessary. So hopefully this is helpful a little bit. And uh, if you have more questions, you want more clarification, you can email me, podcast, it's at theasam.com. In the meantime, guys, thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you wanna show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.